That's one of my favorite stories. And so I've got another story to tell you. Go along with it. A young farmer standing in his field observes a peculiar cloud formation in the sky above. He clearly makes out in the clouds the letters G, P, and C. And he thinks them a call from God. G, P, C, G, P, C. Go preach Christ. The farmer rushes to the deacons of his church and insists that he has been called to preach. Respectful of his excitement and zealousness, they invite him to fill the pulpit. That Sunday, the sermon is long, tedious, and virtually incoherent. When it finally ends, the leaders sit in stunned and awkward silence. Finally, a wise old deacon mutters to the would-be preacher, Seems to me the clouds were saying, Go plant corn, Bubba. GPC, go plant corn. I'm glad y'all laughed. So I ran across this old joke printed in Christianity Today. And I share it with you not because it's particularly funny, it's good for a light chuckle, but more so because this confused farmer is what many would-be disciples are worried about. What if God calls me? Will I have to get up and go preach? Yes. I firmly believe everyone is called to discipleship, which includes the command to go preach Christ. But not everyone is called in the same way. You're off the hook. Not all of you have to come up in the pulpit and preach. Preaching Christ can be as simple as sharing your faith with a close friend or letting your kind actions speak to your faith. For the last thing in the world we need is yet another boring preacher in a pulpit. Can I get an amen? amen. we got plenty of those going about. Alright, so let's get back to our Bible story. For many, the disciple Peter seems like a saint. That he's much more attainable for us as average Joes and Susies. But that's not how I hear and read the stories about Peter and the disciples. In fact, I don't even think Peter wrote 1st and 2nd Peter. They're accredited to him. But I just don't take that that was one of the things he did. For he was a Bubba. That is to say, a hot-headed fisherman with limited education and knowledge. I find him very easy to relate to. Now, Paul, on the other hand, he was a learned scholar, debater, and writer. But Peter's very different. Peter just has his passion and country boy smarts. Our text shows us that Peter was pretty sure that this respected teacher knew nothing about being a fisherman. His responses to Jesus demonstrate what he was thinking. Rabbi, we have been fishing all day in the best spots, and we have had absolutely no luck. How in the world will dropping the net on the other side be of any help? 
Yet out of his country boy respect, he humors the teacher, probably hoping that he could say afterward, well, thanks for the attempt, but next time just leave, leave the fishing to us, the experts. We can tell that he was not anticipating a miracle because he reacts by feeling guilty and ashamed, correcting himself, saying, Lord, I am a sinner. So if Jesus can call a stubborn, quick-tempered Bubba like Peter, then there is hope for us too. I think we often dwell too much on the fact that Peter becomes the leader of the church, and thus we miss out on the more important status that he held as an average Joe, a simple guy that was sinful, and as the gospel points out, like the other disciples, he was wrong time and time and time again. Friends, Jesus does not call the perfect. Thanks be to God. Now, last year, John Coleman preached on this same text. And I'm going to point it out again, even though he used it in his sermon. The word disciple is used 250 times in the New Testament. Now, I want you to compare that with the mere three times that the word Christian is brought up. So why do people not talk more about being a disciple or follower of Jesus for their primary identity? I wonder why it is so easy to identify as a Christian, but not accept the responsibility of being a disciple. I think there's a fundamental problem here. Christianity for many has lost the amazement and dedication that it once held when the disciples first witnessed what Jesus was capable of doing. Being a Christian in the U.S. today amounts to being in a religious social club. It's lost its zeal, its passion. All of the risk of being a disciple has been put aside. Especially here in the Bible Belt, being a Christian can help you get favor and privilege. Christ invites us to follow and to be his disciples, not just say yes to Jesus and put on that Christian badge. So this means for us being committed to the work of fishing for people which we tend to be much more comfortable with that language than the more common term evangelism. Helping the lost and broken come to know the Lord or know Him better is our purpose, just as we heard in our children's message this, this morning. We're to be witnesses, to share the good news. So I wonder, have, have you ever in your life seen something incredible that you attribute to God. I bet you have. Maybe there's something amazing that has happened to you that you can only attribute to the Lord. Throughout your life there have been defining moments, whether they be positive ones or negative, that made you the person you are today. 
God has called you as a disciple, not because you have it all together, but precisely because you don't. And because you have special gifts and circumstances that can benefit other people. The good news of Jesus Christ is that he calls a bubba like Peter. God even chooses to use strange, kilt-wearing creatures like myself. The Spirit beckons the simple and educated alike to follow and share Jesus. So I ask you, are you called as a disciple? Are you called as a disciple? Yes. Yes. No matter who you are or where you come from, if God has touched your life, meaning you have witnessed the divine in action in or around you, then you are indeed called. So sisters and brothers, let's go fish for people. If that's taking people out on your boat to fish and telling them about your faith, as you share a beer, great, do that. Maybe for you that looks more like reaching out to someone who needs help and then mentioning that you were compelled to do so because of your faith. Fishing for people could include granting a friend or family member forgiveness even though they don't deserve it. The ways to live out discipleship are endless and suited for any kind of per person, whether you're a Bubba or not. Beloved, the gospel is clear that we are responsible to go preach Christ. G-P-C. Yet unlike the eager farmer, we are granted the freedom to do that in ways that work best with what we have. The gifts that we have been given, the personalities that we have. Whoever we are, God is using us to change lives in the here and now. And sometimes all it takes is us being amazed and humbled by what we see God doing in our lives and letting others know about it. Friends, let us go preach Christ in whatever ways we are able. And all of this will be to God's glory. Hallelujah. Amen.